If you search Google for Aung San Suu Kyi, the Burmese Nobel laureate and pro-democracy leader, you get nearly 39 million results. If you Google Thanh Sein, Myanmar's current president, you get a little under 2 million. It's a curious balance of power and influence, and it's one that's being tested this week as Aung San Suu Kyi makes a highly anticipated tour of the United States. Next week, President Thanh Sein makes a lower-key trip to the U.N. General Assembly in New York. Reporter Bruce Wallace looks at their evolving relationship. Aung San Suu Kyi has played a lot of roles in her 67 years. Hero's daughter, Oxford academic, opposition leader, democracy icon. In April, she added a new one. I'm now a member of the legislature. On Tuesday, in her first public remarks during her U.S. trip, Suu Kyi talked about the transition she and several other Burmese democracy activists are making as they settle into seats in parliament. We're finding our way. We are beginning to learn the art of compromise, give and take, the achievement of consensus. One big part of finding her way is figuring out how to share public and political space with President Thane Sein. Their evolving relationship has had some friction. Her trip to the World Economic Forum in Bangkok in May was so highly publicized that, at the last minute, Thane Sein canceled his trip there. Suu Kyi has also recently spoken out against one of Thane Sein's main goals, an end to U.S. sanctions on Myanmar. I think it's a relationship in progress. Suzanne DiMaggio is at Asia Society, a host of Suu Kyi's talk on Tuesday. I mean, let's keep it in perspective. He was a member of the military regime that had essentially imprisoned her all those years. This week, Suu Kyi modified her stance on U.S. sanctions. She's now calling for an end to the few that are still in place. DiMaggio says this is one of several public moves Suu Kyi has made that helps lay the groundwork for Thane Sein's visit. Not only did she endorse further easing of sanctions, but she also endorsed him and his government. We must also remember that the reform process was initiated by President Thane Sein. I believe that he is keen on democratic reforms. And that point, that Thane Sein deserves credit for setting reforms in motion, is a crucial one, says David Steinberg, a Georgetown professor and longtime Myanmar watcher. He says it's getting lost in the fanfare surrounding Suu Kyi's visit. Having them come at the same time, approximately, I don't think was a good idea. To my mind, they need each other to make the reforms inside the country work. And uh, I don't want to see their relationship jeopardized by uh, her overshadowing him. Suu Kyi received Congress's highest civilian honor yesterday in Washington. She then met with President Obama. The meeting was announced quietly, and there was only a brief photo op for the press. That choreography seemed intended, in part, to avoid further overshadowing Thane Sein's visit. It remains to be seen if Thane Sein will have a similar meeting with Obama on the sidelines of the U.N. General Assembly next week. The decision could have implications for the still-nascent relationship between the U.S. and Myanmar, and the relationship between Aung San Suu Kyi and Thane Sein. Murray Hebert at the Center for Strategic and International Studies says it could also have implications for Thane Sein's standing with the more hardline elements in his own party. So it's very important for him to be encouraged so that when he goes back, you know, so his opponents can't say, so you did all these reforms, you've freed political prisoners, you opened the press, you opened the Internet, and what do you get for it? President Obama does, refuses to see you when you go to New York. Of course, the mere fact that people are discussing these issues of diplomatic nuance is testament to how much Myanmar has changed in the past year. For The World, I'm Bruce Wallace, New York.